Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. My name is J.J. Jackson, and it's so great to have you here with us on this Thursday, September 7th. 2023 continuing to still react to the season opening win for Duke football over Clemson we'll talk a lot today about Riley Leonard what he means for this Duke football program and so much more and I have that conversation with my good pal Jordan Mann at Duke FB fans on Twitter it's going to be a fun show if you haven't done so already please be sure to follow and subscribe to Lockdown Blue Devils for free, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, be sure to watch our show daily on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Continue to support Lockdown Blue Devils as we keep this thing moving in the future. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils and follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Without further ado, let me bring on my pal Jay Mann who joins us here on the program. And you were absolutely loving life on Monday night when Duke knocked off Clemson, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, loving life. I'm still loving life, JJ. I mean, I've never experienced anything like this in my whole lifetime. I mean, it's obviously well documented. 1989 is the last time Duke up to a top 10 team. So for it to be arguably a once in a lifetime experience, I'm not going to be like one of the players and coaches where they're moving on to week two. This is <laughs> forefront of my mind for the rest of my life. So <laughs> I'm going to look it all in. Tell us about it, man. Obviously, we see that the, the clips that you put out, I mean, the storm rush that you had, the form, you were high-stepping onto that field over at Wallace Wade Stadium. We have to know, take us throughout your day, the life of Jordan Mann, Duke football fan <laughs> superstar, the whole day, the whole experience. How are you feeling, and how did your emotions kind of play out throughout the game? Oh, man. So you want the whole day-to-day operation of what? <laughs> Let's make day- it happen. Oh, my gosh. All right, well. So I live in Charlotte, obviously. So I made the drive with my brother and our, one of our good friends, tailgated with the hard hat guys and uh, Duke football talk guys, Sex 17 podcast. Shout out to them. And, uh, you know, stayed hydrated with a couple, with several beverages before <laughs> about five hours before kickoff and then sure. wandered into the stadium. And then, yeah, like the first. It was very impressive. We got in there about 45 minutes till kickoff and the student section was already packed. And I was like, okay, this is a great environment for the students. And then obviously the way parking is in Duke is it's a late arriving crowd because you have to park a mile and a half away to get it <laughs> all this way. So I wish they could improve that. But once everybody was settled in, man, the first quarter was rowdy. The blocked field goal Duke had in the first quarter was it, it erupted at Wallace Wade and Really, that was the start of what was yet to come and prove key in the upset, man. It was just – it was Wally World. I call, I love to call it Wally World, so it was electrifying for sure. Yeah, that's a, Wally World. I like that. ESPN was trying to throw out the Wallace Wade wackos during their telecast of the broadcast. we we got to find something for the Cameron crazies that are already there. So, yeah, spitballing ideas is important to do here. Yeah, I, I love Wally World. That I think it's just a play on obviously Walmart, but <laughs> yeah. Wally World, baby. I mean, it gets electrifying there. I love that. Uh, what about uh, talking about electrifying? How about that touchdown run that the quarterback for Duke had? Well, how was that? Did you see uh, yeah. that? Is, is is Leonard running towards you at that moment? Like, where are you located in the stadium as this is uh, happening? So I'm like section twenty, I think. So I'm on. Uh, it's going to the opposite end zone, and I just see him get wrapped up. 
but I could tell the way he was getting wrapped up, he was pushing through. But I did not think he was going to go 46 yards. When he broke free, we were oh, crap. But then him and the DB were side-by-side. Side. I'm like, he's going to get pushed out of bounds, but still a 20-yard run. And all of a sudden, he blows by the DB. And it's not a FCS defensive back that he's blown by. This is a top-ranked Clemson team. And he <laughs> just scoots right by him with the speed. And I was like, being a Duke football fan, it's too good to be true. So I was like, he stepped out of bounds. I'm not going to celebrate. And then they clarified on uh, further review that it was a touchdown and then place erupted even louder. So it was just – I'm still dumbfounded he scored that touchdown, but that's what makes Riley so special, man. Yeah, likewise. I mean, Riley Leonard is the real deal. We teased it in the open. We'll continue to talk about his status uh, in college football. But continuing to talk about Duke – just shocking the college football world. I mean, it's a massive night for Duke football engagement. People are referencing 1989 losing streaks against Clemson. We're, we're all of a sudden having these big picture conversations of, of what this team can accomplish. As the rest of the second half was playing out and we see Clemson get more and more opportunities inside the 10-yard line when they start to move the football a little bit. I mean, did that feel real? Like, I, I got to know, like, are, are you thinking the whole time? Or are you just the type of Duke football fan that thinks disappointment is coming? Like, what what were you experiencing when Clemson kept putting themselves in scoring position? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're a Duke football fan, you can't be optimistic when <laughs> things are going well. You always have to think in the back of your mind something bad is going to happen. And I just kept thinking about the first possession Duke had where they kicked a field goal from the four-yard line. I was like, that's going to come back and bite us. It's going to come back to bite us. And then I was – Right away, was, first possession, you're already concerned. Yeah, I was already mad. I was like, you got to get seven against the top ten team. You can't go right. for three. And so they had those chances, and I will never forget, I looked at my brother after the first fumble and the blocked field goal, and it was – the first possession coming in the fourth quarter, I said, there's no way they're going to fumble again at the one-yard line. Like, we're going to have to go and score. And right when I said that, I see Stinson with the ball in his hands running the other way for 70 yards. And I was just – I didn't even celebrate. My mouth was just, like, on the floor of Wallace Wade. Just – I could not believe that we stopped him again at the one-yard line. I mean, they had two first and goals and at the one-yard line the whole game and resulted in zero points. It was just the craziest – experience I've ever seen yeah so much of that stuff just doesn't make sense as you're saying for it to all come together that way so Correct. massive massive win for Duke football one and oh now on the season they've got the full year ahead of them and we'll talk about that in a little bit more after our first time out here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils Locked On Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our friends over at LinkedIn these days every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes waiter for your small business you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one and delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
Moving forward here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils, JJ Jackson alongside my pal Jordan Mann at Duke FB Fans on Twitter. So big win for Duke. The whole country is talking about what this team can do. Everyone's talking about Riley Leonard. The ESPN broadcast made sure to document the stories that Duke fans have heard about him so frequently from um, his mother doubting him and sending him kind of the negative text messages before the game to the fact that he was this great basketball player in high school. I I simply ask you, Jordan, who is Riley Leonard? Who is this Duke quarterback? A stud. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he, he is. He's the, I mean, he's a great kid. Like first and foremost, dude's a great guy. Like the viral clip of him, like asking his professor for the extension and the professor saying no, like he's just a genuinely nice kid and just like brutally honest at times, like with that, with asking for the extension, but he's, he's the best man. Like he, he's everything you want a quarterback to be like, just not even like football wise, just smart kid down to earth and then competitive. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I love 13 and I think he's a great I like to say he's a great basketball player playing football. So <laughs> we'll, we'll keep him as a basketball player first and foremost. I think he would agree with me. So yeah, great basketball player first. All right. So that's off the field. On the field, who is he? What do you see when you watch him out there playing? Oh, he's season? just a competitor, man. I mean, he is like he just – Elko has said it multiple times. He just turns on that switch where he is like the nice guy off the field. And then he comes on the field and he's going to bust you in the mouth. I mean – he has a little swagger to him. Like when he scored that touchdown, he did the little Jordan shrug <laughs> after the touchdown. And I'm all about a uh, QB talking the talk and walking the walk. So uh, that's who he is, just an ultimate competitor and wants to win. And we all want to see him win these football games because oh, yeah. it means it means big things uh, for this Duke team. His decision-making, I thought, was incredibly impressive throughout this game. That Clemson defensive front had opportunities to get in his face and make big plays for their squad, but instead of taking a seven, eight, nine-yard loss in the result of a sack, Leonard makes the wiser decision, throws the ball away, lives to see another day. And, I mean, that's just maturity that you don't always see at this level in the ACC against a Clemson team that's got absolute dudes up there on their defensive front. Yeah, I mean, he went – like. If people box score watch, which multiple people multiple people will, and they see yeah. seventeen to thirty three, that just doesn't do him justice. Definitely like, hurts the percentage, but it, it's a good it play. Does, but it doesn't. Yeah, it shows that he throws the ball away. And Clemson, I can't remember what the stat was, but it's the first time Clemson hasn't had a sack in I think like forty five games, and wow. that that's an incredible stat. Like that's one shout out to the O line, but two shout out to the QB getting the ball away when it needed to be because they were in the backfield, but he had the wherewithal to get rid of it and no negative plays. So that's just like you said, he did very well with reading defenses and not throwing any interceptions. Yeah, the Duke offensive line, like we talked about last year, uh, was first in the ACC in giving up the fewest sacks. They gave up zero on Saturday, so we're already off to a great start. Or excuse me, on Monday, we're already off to a great start in that regard. For this team, the wide receivers, people want to talk about their performance this past Saturday. And while, Jordan, there wasn't many big time plays from the wide receiver room, I think you could also kind of credit that to Clemson getting after Leonard. And he's got to make quicker decisions. The passing game has to get the ball out a little bit quicker. And so you're not seeing the big time plays. That's why our two biggest passing plays on offense were quick dump off passes to the running backs. 
Yeah, it looked like uh, it gave me PTSD of Clemson not being able to defend the wheel route. I used to see that a little bit too much for from Duke in like the 21 season. But that was, again, that's credit to Leonard. The second one where he threw to Jordan Waters, I think they were, I think it was in third quarter, where he looked like he was going through his reads, about to tuck and run because nobody was open, saw Waters in his peripherals, throws it, and he goes down the sideline for about 20 yards. I mean, that's just. I mean, take what the defense gives you, but also shows that Riley's pocket presence is unreal to where he doesn't panic. He doesn't just tuck and run when the first read's not open. He went through all the reads, got to the last read, and dumped it down for a 20-yard gain. It's week one. It's uh, obviously trying to get set for the NFL season to start, which is later tonight. Chiefs and Lions should be a fun one uh, with the reigning Super Bowl champs. So we haven't even seen the NFL yet this season, which means – You've got some draft guys that are looking for content. They're getting their first look at some of these players. And now Riley Leonard is, is asserting himself as like the third best quarterback in this upcoming draft class behind Caleb Williams at USC and Drake May over at, uh, at UNC. This is wild, man. Like we will begin to have just this big picture conversation about him, the draft prospect. And it feels like Riley Leonard is going to be uh, and much higher regard in that scope as opposed to some of these national awards he could win for the college game, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah, and what's going to happen to Riley, I can already see the future because Daniel Jones went through this too when he was getting drafted or going through it, is they're going to nitpick this Clemson game and whatever happens at Florida State. He can go 33 of 34 this upcoming Saturday against Lafayette for 500 yards and – other games against Virginia, but they're going to be like, well, when it was Clemson and Florida State, his completion percentage wasn't there. And again, that's going to be the narrative that he's inaccurate. But similar with Daniel Jones, the, what NFL did was they kind of discredited Duke receivers and like, well, if this was so and so, his completion <laughs> percentage was really 66%, not 55%. So the media is going to run with that with Leonard as a prospect. But at the end of the day, I think you're correct. I think he is the third best QB in the draft. And how about it that Duke, if he does, hypothetically, Duke has a special year. He is a first-round pick this upcoming year. Duke has two quarterbacks from the first round in the NFL. When do we get to start talking about QBU? <laughs> Make it happen, man. QBU indeed. Those are the clips we look for here on Locked On Blue Devils. And Jordan, you always deliver. That's perfect. One more time out here on today's show, and then we'll be back to wrap up our conversation with my good buddy Jordan Mann on the other side of this break. Locked On Blue Devils here today brought to you by our friends over at Game Time, the number one ticket place that you need to be checking out. It is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and so much more. The Game Time guarantee means that you'll always have the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's crazy. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On College for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On College for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. <laughs> 
Final few moments here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils. JJ Jackson alongside my pal Jordan Mann. All right, at Duke FP fans on Twitter, go give him a follow. Plug some of your stuff, man. You've been really active this week. How much oh, fun yeah. have you been having on uh, what we used to call the Bird app? How much fun has that been? It's been uh, it's been a blast, man. I need to get a life, but I can't. <laughs> I got every piece of content up when you see ESPN, Sports Center, Barstool. Everybody's tweeting about Duke football. That's what you kind of dream of as a Duke football fan when they're on the right side of things. I've seen Duke on the wrong side of clips for <laughs> uh, way too many times. But, yeah, I'm actually coming out hopefully – this week or t- today or tomorrow of uh, I wrote uh, a piece about the game. It's very sentimental to me. Uh, my grandfather was at the Duke Clemson game in 1989. He passed away 12 years ago on Labor Day weekend, and then wow. Duke won with me and my brothers in the stands against Clemson, who was also again a top 10 team for the first time. So my grandfather was there. We sat in the same sh- section coincidentally as my grandfather did way back when. So I wrote a piece about that. So when that comes out, I'll tweet about it and hopefully people will read it. But yeah, it was very touching. It's very emotional for my, my father too. So I want yeah. to talk about that. Absolutely. Go check out all that work. Follow him on Twitter, your personal account as well, at Coach J Man on Twitter X, whatever we're calling it these days. Yeah. Uh, go give it some love and, and check it out over there. So um, now we get set for the next few weeks ahead for this Duke football team, and uh, are, is Duke on upset watch? I mean, now they're ranked. They're number 21 in the entire country. What's your perspective now on this Duke team? Well, I mean, honestly, this week will be, you know, just get guys in and out, stay healthy, go Northwest against Northwestern. And then really the only blimp, I think, before the Notre Dame game is at UConn. UConn's defense looked pretty good against uh, NC State. They covered, and – that could be a game where Duke doesn't need to look ahead to Notre Dame because if Duke's 4-0, Duke's going to be probably ranked in the top 20 at that point. And then Notre Dame, if they have a perfect slate, they're top 10. College game day in Durham, I mean, <laughs> I am already on board for that. I will be the front of the line. But if Duke can basically be unscathed, 4-0 going against Notre Dame at home. That's going to be the biggest game since week one against Clemson. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me correct you for just a moment. Lafayette on Saturday, the Leopards, not the team down in Louisiana. Next weekend, Northwestern, and then the trip uh, at UConn coming up for Duke. So a good feeling, kind of looking at the schedule, but definitely want to make sure that this team can go continue to take care of business. Absolutely. Yeah. The one thing about being a Duke fan, you cannot guarantee a win. You <laughs> trust me, I've tried to do that my whole life as a kid and try to will a win together. So you have Duke will go out and play. And I know Elko will have them in the right mindset. I mean, they yeah. upset Clemson and he said already on the week two in the locker room. So I, I love that approach. As I'm sure you've heard, my message this week has been to Duke football fans that like, look, last year, week one, Temple, 30 to zero. And after that game, I had to kind of let people know other teams will score against Duke this season. Like that, unfortunately, that is not just going to be a trend that continues. And this is my message once again to Duke football fans that the opponent is not as impressive as Clemson these next few weeks. And yet there is still a really high probability 
that they score more than seven points, Jordan. I mean, just yeah. understand some points will be scored. Regardless, that was one hell of a defensive performance from Duke. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, shout out to Santucci. His first career game as a defense coordinator by himself. I know he was co-DC and at AM, but he was the fans at AM from the message boards were ready for him to leave. And he comes to Duke and just shuts down the number nine offense. I mean, literally, if it wasn't for Calhoun's mishap in the red zone, we might be talking about a shutout possibly <laughs> from Duke, but obviously that's like hypothetical, but that would have been pretty impressive that Elko's first two years, the first two season openers were shut out. Yeah. <laughs> a good way to start it off. That's awesome. Well, Jordan, this is great as always. Always fun to have you on the program. Thank you once again for stopping by. We'll do this again soon, okay? Appreciate you, JJ. Thank you. All right. That's our pal Jordan Mann joining us here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils. Go check out all of his work. We're back at it again tomorrow. Connor O'Neill due up next. One of Jordan's good buddies joining the show for us coming up on tomorrow's episode. That'll do it for today's show here of Lockdown Blue Devils. Thank you for your support. Once again, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you and good day. <laughs>